When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the CHGO Bulls post-game show presented to you by PointsBet. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when you sign up to live your fat life. life. Look at it right here on the hoodie. PointsBet! I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My guy's Big Dave at Bow BWL Sports <laughs> and Will the Goat at Will underscore Gottlieb on Twitter. I we are CHGO underscore Bulls. We got our pal and our producer hanging out with us. Joey! Joey! What up, Joe? Hey guys, that was my Joey. Uh, we also we've, we've <laughs> was got that a, your impression? That was my Joey right there. <laughs> we've got a visitor in studio. Will tell the people who our visitor is. My dude Nezzy. Nezzy has come to check us out in studio. Glad to hear Nez. It's very nice. That was a very nice thing he said. It's always nice I'm to have another person yeah. watching some town, Bulls games like, with us. I watch your show. I want to come mm. hang out with you guys and watch the game. In town, where you from? He's from here, but he he lives in Denver. We grew up together. Okay. Any stories? Ooh. None, none Tell, us. Tell us later. Tell us none later. None on air. <laughs> hey, mm-hmm. all right. All right. Mm-hmm. The goat is the goat. Mm-hmm. But it's funny. You can vouch for me. Jacob was definitely goat leap, like, way before I was. It's a family, family thing. thing. Okay. Family right. business. Family of goats. Nickname runs okay. in the family. Yeah, Goat but, herders. All right. Yeah, yeah but does, does Jacob, here. you know, have insider access to talk to all these NBA players? I've become gully, but he was. Okay. Jacob's got a nasty team in the Dynasty League. Yes, he does. <laughs> nasty team. He does. Nez's team is, uh, I would say, the best team. Didn't even know Nez was in the league. He's, he's learning he's something got, new every he's day. He's got Jokic, Mobley. Franz Wagner. All right, Bulls talk. Bulls talk. Uh, yeah, no, the comments are already popping off with the two most important things from tonight's game, you guys, which sure. other than the Bulls getting another preseason win under their belts Woo. is that Andre Drummond is apparently the best three-point shooter in the NBA. Yep. Facts. And Javante Green is not made of human parts, but magic parts. All this is true. <laughs> what the hell was that dunk? That oh, dunk, my God. That dunk and that second half. Like he was just locked in, and after I, a DNP first half, yeah, I I just thought he was gonna sit out, like just ch- the same way uh, Dragic did. I just thought he was gonna relax, you know, chill on out, you know, let the young guys, you know, get their time. And he's like, no, I'm gonna come in and play and take over the entire game and do a dunk from almost the free throw line during a game. It was impressive, man. It really does make me feel like. Billy is being honest and genuine when he says that he wants to just see what some of these rotations look like with, because he started Derek Jones tonight. Obviously Javante started Mm -hmm. uh, in the last game and then started the second half with the starters this game. And then obviously Patrick in the first preseason game, I think he just wants to see what the best fit is. And it's clearly Javante. Javante is the best player of the bunch right now. Yeah. Like without a doubt. Yeah. They, it's like that lineup needs, especially I'm talking the starting lineup. Yeah. They need that uh, guy who's going to be the slasher. Who's going to be the cutter. Who's going to play without the ball, but who also can bring that fire and aggression and those easy buckets. And I'm sure we'll talk about it. I know Mark and I will talk about it when we do our show, but like Patrick, just take a page out of this Javante book and do some of what he is doing because the people will love you for it. And you will be a star role player, which is what they need Patrick to be. Right. Uh, and we, we all know that the plus minus uh, column of the stat sheet doesn't necessarily tell the whole story on any random night. Sure. But tonight, Javante in 15 minutes poured in 17 points on seven of eight and was a team best plus 25. Jesus. Patrick, young Patrick, in 21 minutes, scored six points on one of eight and was a minus seven. Yeah, he struggled. He definitely struggled from with his shot, with finding himself uh, within the game as well, man. He just didn't look comfortable at all just watching him. But Javante definitely did. And also two or three from the three-point line was Javante, man. Like with three a four-point play. Game. Right, with a four. Right. Hit three or three last game, two or three this game. 
I said it when we were doing the end of the season evaluations. If Javante Green gets a three-pointer, he can write his ticket in the NBA. So it's good to see him getting this shot, man, because just going to make the Bulls better and more lethal if he can shoot threes. Yeah, and going back to Patrick for a second, the thing that I think was disappointing for me was that he really did look more comfortable playing with that second unit in the last game against the Nuggets, Mm -hmm. and he felt totally out of place, even with the second unit today. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's regression. I don't know if it's just situation. He mentioned really liking playing with Dragic because he can kind of organize and and sort of put him in the right spots, but Mm -hmm. really disappointing game from Pat. And I what I didn't like is he did the same thing uh, I complained about the first game was the move was aggressive but the fin- finish was not. Like I wanted he makes the aggressive move, he gets to the bucket. Yeah, he got he got fouled on a couple of those where he He did. He, he thought got fouled, he could just dunk it anyway. But it right. was right there where he could yeah. just put that in and dunk it or at least attempt the dunk. You know, like I think him attempting it does a lot and says a lot, you know, as far as giving energy to your team. You know, seeing you playing with that fire and everything like that. Like, going up for the layup is cool, it's smooth, but I like it for the guards. You know what I mean? Like, when you're built like him and you make a power move like that, you should finish a power move with a power finish. Yeah, and we're at the point where we're like, I'm glad he even went up for it. You know? <laughs> right. Like, I'm no, glad seriously. he was into the lane. It's- no, seriously. I, I enjoyed the fact he was making the moves, but I just I need him to finish. Go all the way, bro. Uh, no half measures. So, Schwo, in the comments here, asking the all-important question. Thank you very much. What does Javante playing like this mean for P-Will? Are we calling the number four pick a bust? No, it's the preseason. See, I hate <laughs> using that little four-letter word, B-U-S-T, Mm-hmm. I think, and like, Will, you were kind of saying this along similar lines while we were watching this game earlier tonight. It's like, if Patrick isn't a automatic plug-and-play starter who is a game-changer in years one, two, and three of his NBA career as a former number four overall pick, that doesn't necessarily mean bust. It means not what I think the Bulls and Bulls fans were hoping for and some of us were expecting. Mm. Those are not, that doesn't necessarily mean bust. He's definitely, I mean, the, the jury's just still out. People, like, uh, in my comments today, in my mentions or whatever, people were saying, like, he's, he's only 21. You know, he's, he missed his second year. It's, it's really only his second year. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's not true. It's his third year. He, yeah. he missed some time due to injury. Yes, he's 21. There are a lot of young players that are contributing at a high level. You know, you think of Tyrese Halliburton, Tyrese Maxey, uh, you know, plenty of players, just those two off the top of my head, who sure. are, like, really contributing to high-level teams at that young age. So it's not just that he's young it's that he still needs time to figure it out and I am not giving up on him like if anything I think this just puts into perspective for me more that it's going to take more time because he clearly Mm -hmm. just doesn't understand the game yet and we were also kind of talking about this it's not that he's dumb or low IQ it's just that he hasn't developed the the way to read the game yet and that Mm -hmm. takes longer for some guys than it does for others. You you obviously see the tools there. He's a hard worker. Mm-hmm. I think it will come together, but it's so difficult for him in this role. And that's why it was even more disappointing for me what I was saying about him not really looking like he fit with the second unit mm-hmm. because the first unit, I think, is not really maximizing his skill set. I agree. But the second unit really has to. That That's where it's like no excuses, and tonight mm-hmm. it wasn't there. Because that's the unit. The second unit is the unit you're, you're going to see what you want to see him flourish as far as he's going to get the ball, um, getting the ball, you know, being able to bring it up, you know, do all those things. It feels like he needs the ball and needs to know he's engaged. Like he can't just come down and set up in the corner because it feels like he just, you know, gets lost and, and forgets he's out there. So you can do those things in the second unit. And the fact that you didn't see them. Uh, yeah, it was disheartening. But again, preseason. So I'm, I'm really, really chilling on this. Um, yeah, I mean, it is preseason perspective. Mm-hmm. I think tonight presented an, an interesting and, and different challenge for the Bulls, and they certainly struggled in that first half because, my goodness, this Raptors team is long, yeah. and they defend and defend and defend. Yeah. The Bulls had, what was it, I believe 14 first-half turnovers, yeah. and they cleaned that up a little bit um, and, and were able to to get some, some more fluid offense going in the second half. Um, but, again preseason which is which is why i'm gonna take this comment from holding that bag recordings uh who's saying hey remember goat will discrediting the drummond signing hmm detective eyeglass emoji are you calling out will for not having the the greatest joy and confidence in the drummond signing because he was randomly three of three from downtown tonight is that what you're saying and it's goat leap 
That's not goat will. <laughs> I'll take I'll take goat will. <laughs> didn't didn't he just like double his career output in threes? Made yeah, he did a career thirteen point two three yeah. point percent shooter, and, I believe. And I've always said who also Drummond, blew two wide open layups tonight, but we won't mention right. that. Right, missed the layups, but hit the threes. <laughs> like, like what was that? <laughs> I never. I don't. Okay, my whole thing about Drummond was I think right. he's an upgrade at backup center. Yes. Obviously, yeah, and of the course Bulls he need is. that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> As Dave said, real nice to see a DNP next to Tony Bradley's <laughs> name tonight. <laughs> I th- I think nice. he's a clear upgrade. They gave him more money than they needed to. They gave mm. him like three hundred thousand more than the minimum, mm. which cut into their mid level exception, which means that they couldn't use that, mm-hmm. which I think was bad business. Mm-hmm. And that was the only thing they did. That's what I was more angry about than Drummond himself. I think he's a fine player. I think he's gonna be one of the better backups in the league. I have no problem with him. This three point shooting is out of nowhere. Yeah. I nobody could have seen that coming. Although this man right here has been at practice for the last week or so Flex. posting He's bids been- <laughs> of Drummond just Swishing threes. Yes. He's been hitting them. Yes. And also, I think he's like a 45% free throw shooter. He just yeah. like, these guys are so good. They're just yeah. like making every single shot and shoot around. And yeah. then in the games, it's totally different. It's yeah. wild. So weird. Um, outside of Pat, if you were to point out one bull who did look to be struggling tonight, it's our guy, Zach Levine. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a fairly inefficient three of nine and two of six from behind the three-point line tonight for just nine points. Also... Five of those 14 first-half turnovers belonged to Zach Levine. Mm-hmm. We, 16 first-half, I thought. Wow, 16? Yeah. They had two more in the last 30 seconds after I wrote down 14? <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Um, we, we know the whole Zach Levine has an issue with turnovers thing. It's been yeah. part of who Zach Levine is as Correct. a bull and an NBA player Correct. who is ascending to stardom and has certain you know weaknesses uh, that you can point to in his game. I'm not going to grill Zach for having a bad night with five turnovers and a cold shooting night. I still see Zach as someone who is ru- knocking off some some off-season rust. Yeah. A guy who had not played any five-on-five this summer until the first day of training camp. Yeah. Looked a little rusty tonight, has looked a little hesitant as far as when to pick his spots, when to pick his shots through these first three preseason games. But then he shows you something where you're like, oh, yeah, no, that's one of the most athletically gifted and smart and just unstoppable offensive weapons in the NBA right now. Yeah. It's Zach. He'll be fine. That's how I feel even after watching a game like that from Zach tonight. What about you guys? It's Zach Levine. <laughs> like, why am I concerned about anything? It's Zach Levine. Everything you just said is the reason. Um, hasn't played in a very long time. Even when he got back on the court in practice, he was like, oh, man, I feel pretty good out here. He was shocked at how good he felt because he hadn't played, as you said, in such a long time. So, no, completely not concerned about Zach Levine. I didn't like the fact that he d- didn't get to the free throw line because, mm-hmm. you know, DeMar, that's what he's going to do. He went, I think he was 7-7, seven seven, DeMar was, uh, from the free throw line. But Zach only got there twice. I want that to continue to increase because that was one of the main things I talked about coming into uh, this season was the fact that he was starting to get to the line a lot more and starting to get those calls a lot more as after the all-star break, he started getting those calls. So I want to see that uh, part continue. But as far as his shooting, getting to the paint and all that other stuff, look, man, as long as he's up and down the court and I see that athleticism, I don't care if he goes one for 90 in the preseason. I, I don't give a damn. It's Zach Levine. He'll be ready to go when the season starts because if it's anybody that puts that effort and that work in like DeMar does, it is definitely Zach Levine. Yeah, I mean, he clearly is still just coming back from the surgery that he mm-hmm. had this summer that people are still not talking about, really, because I think the Alonzo stuff has just totally overshadowed it. But Zach had a very similar procedure on his knee. Uh, it seems like he's totally fine, but it's just still shaking off the rest, like yeah. you said, Matt. So uh, what was concerning to me about it was just, I mean, actually, this didn't really concern me at all. It was just the Raptors' length made it so difficult for him. He got two jumpers blocked. Mm-hmm. He, he did that move where he drove left and then did the like deceleration fadeaway step at the rim to try to draw the foul. Didn't get it, got that blocked. So it's just, it, I think it's a timing thing. It's this particular matchup being difficult for him. But I thought in the second half, he started to play that little two-man game with Vooch. Yeah. And I thought that looked a lot better. So he'll he'll get there. He's just not quite there yet. Yeah, just don't be concerned. He'll be fine. Um, a couple of people in the comments addressing uh, this Zach discussion. Erase the hate saying Zach has lost a step <laughs> after surgery. Erase Next year, he will be at full strength. Hate I don't even razor. think it's a, well... <laughs> Well, this season's a uh, you know a lost cause for Zach Levine because what he looks like in three preseason games. I think it's very possible, if not likely, that we will see full strength Zach Levine 
in like a week. Yeah. Let let the man knock off some rust and yeah. some preseason games. Seriously, man. Erase the eight continuing, saying Zach Levine has no lift on his jumper. You should never uh, see him get his shot blocked twice. He's also playing below the... Will just said, it. these are some of the longest, <laughs> most talented and athletic defenders in the NBA, these Toronto Raptors that we saw tonight. Maybe Zach's timing is a little off. You you assuming that Zach's just going to be playing at less than 100% for the entirety of this season based off of him getting a couple shots blocked tonight is wild. Listen, man, he is wild to he, me. He is the definition of chilling. Right. He's out there Which, on the floor, dog. Speaking of him being <laughs> chilling, I love this comment from Colin who said, Zach's a little preoccupied right now trying to buy a private island, a helicopter, and a Rolls Royce. <laughs> <laughs> He'll have all that taken care of by the start of the season. I assume you are referring to the man's brand new contract, yes. which once again... Congratulations, Mr. Levine. And a newborn child. I, I was going to say, I don't know if he has time to go yacht shopping because that man is the father of a, of a new baby. Yeah, he, he'll, he'll lock in when it's time. I'm, I swear, if it's anybody, I'm not worried about it. I'm more worried, and I'm not worried about Patrick. I'm more worried about Patrick than I am about Zach Levine or I ever will be about Zach Levine, man. Mm-hmm. No, he's good. He'll be fine. I can't wait till the season kicks off for him, man, so he can showcase those talents because I promise he won't be doing some of the things – that we're seeing in the preseason, in the regular season. He just won't. We won't see that much of ball handling uh, from Zach Levine that we're seeing here in this preseason. Because, again, like you said, we know what he is when he handles the ball. Like, usually it'll be a turnover. It's the two-man game, like Will mentioned, with Vooch. That's where he's at his peak. It's going to be him going one-on-one, hitting those three-pointers that look like water. That's when he's Zach Levine, man. So, once you see that and get into that, then you'll be fine, man. But remember when he hurt his thumb uh, last season – yeah, it took Probably him a second, right? You know what I mean? It took him a little bit of time. They were like, man, Zach's struggling. Like, dude, his thumb fell off. Like, <laughs> like get that man. To sh- and like, let him get it together. He'll even, be fine. Even if it does take some time, the goal is not to, like, peak in the first 20 games of the season <laughs> exactly. like they did exactly. last year. We know what happens. Yeah. Like, they, they need to progress to the point where hopefully Lonzo is back. We get, like, a, a healthy and rested Damar mm-hmm. leading into the playoff push in the playoffs. Zach will get there. I'm not worried about it at all. At all. Dude, I, I'm one of the people who – Watched all Bulls preseason games over the years. I remember the year when we first started outside and they got Otto Porter Jr. and that whole team and what they looked like in that preseason. And they were running cats off the floor. And Otto Porter Jr. was out of control. And we were like, yes. And then it was like, oh, yeah, it's preseason. Used up all his minutes in the preseason. It's preseason. Yes. And it did not continue. All right. So just relax, man. Everybody can't be like a DeMar DeRozan. In the preseason. At the same time, though, it is nice to see when players play good. Like you sure. Can, you can uh, assign a reason that Zach isn't playing great, and I think right. the the injury and recovery is probably the biggest piece of that. Mm-hmm. But, like, DeMar and Vooch look great. Oh, they do look great. And, like, you'd much rather... DeMar just had a chill 21-8-8 eight and eight tonight. <laughs> yeah, just chilling. He's so good. And it was funny, but Vooch, <laughs> I think with that, Vooch is one you wanted to see it from more so than I wanted to see it from Zach. Like, I wanted to see Vooch's three-point shot be better. Right. Like, I wanted him to look more engaged defensively. Like, I wanted to see those things. I just wanted to see Zach run. <laughs> like, just that's it. Just run up and down the floor and look cool. Like, and he's doing that quite awesomely, man. He right. looks really cool running up and down the floor. He'll put the ball in the bucket when it's time. Yeah, not concerned. Um, somebody else in the comments, Ryan, asking about Dragic not dressing. Um, DNP old. I don't think that there's anything really going on there. Did, did you hear anything about? Uh, yeah, Billy. I Billy mentioned a few times that he wants to use the preseason as a way to like ramp people up, right? I mean, I know that word gets th- thrown around a lot, but yes. like these guys have four four preseason preseason games and then a week off before they play Miami to start the regular season. Mm-hmm. They need to use this time to like get in shape. I think for guys like Zach specifically, for Vooch, um, Patrick, young some of the younger guys, like they need to get in shape. With Damar and with Dragic, who played all summer long, who are already in game shape and are a little bit older, they're going to take it a little bit easier. And mm-hmm. I think Dragic especially, I mean, he's 36. Like, he does not need to be running around for 25, 26 minutes a night in a preseason game against the Raptors. Like He went to Billy Donovan like, dude, come on. And, and, <laughs> like, bro. and Billy is empowering Dragic to make that decision. Yeah. And Dragic wants to be out there. Like, this this guy loves playing basketball. So yeah, he's yeah. They're, they're taking it seriously, and I think they're doing it the right way. Like, Again, they need to be ready at the end of the season, not the beginning. So they need to, like, take it slow, be gradual about it. They need to win games. They need yeah. to get to the end True. of the season. Yeah. But I think if if everybody is healthy and at their peak at the right time, they will be happy. And I think 
I forgot about that point that you made about DeMar, that he's been basically playing all season long. Played for free all summer. All summer, mm-hmm. man. So, yeah, he's going to look like he's going to look right now because he's ready. You know what I mean? And Zach hasn't played. You know, and those guys haven't been out there playing. But he definitely has, and you're right about that for sure. All right, plenty more to get to on tonight's CHGO postgame coming off the Bulls' 113-98 win over the Raptors. We'll get to as many more of your comments as we can in addition to talking about this starting power forward carousel in preseason, and I'm sure my guy Big Dave wants to talk about what we saw from our guy Kobe White tonight. Mm-hmm. All that and more coming up next. But first, today's episode brought to you guys by our wonderful friends at PointsBet, which is bringing you a better way to bet live on games. It means... You can put a live same-game parlay, bet on the next drive to be a touchdown, and cash out on your live second-half over bet. With PointsBet, you have access to more live football markets than ever before. And if the Bears are going to let you down, as we all knew they would and did today, (laughs) at least make some dollars. I wasn't let down. I knew this was going to happen the whole time yeah. I was watching. I'm like, they're not winning. What, what did I say as we were signing off of Friday's postgame show? We'll see you back here to wrap <laughs> out the weekend on a high note with a Bulls preseason victory after the Bears let us down. Yeah, it was going to happen, man. Duh. As soon as they called that touchdown back, I was like, this game's over. Right. <laughs> they ain't winning this. But points bet lightning best will never let you down. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Build a perfect live same game parlay by combining your favorite bets anytime during the game, including spreads, totals, <laughs> player props, and more. So whether you're on the move or on the couch, do it live with points bet. Yep, couch that's bet. right. Couch, couch bet. Couch. <laughs> Download the points bet app today and sign up with that promo code CHGO to get your two risk-free bets up to $2,000. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. Mm-hmm. Justin, I like the way you played today, young man. Keep I it up. I did, too. I like the way the whole team played, actually. That was I like the way the Bears showed play. some fight. I did, and then let us down. and then let us down. <laughs> oh, right this way, sir. <laughs> <laughs> let me show you to your loss. <laughs> Is a seventh string uh, wide receiver none of us have ever heard of? Oh my! Causing God. a game-ending fumble well, instead why, of getting out of bounds. Know why he didn't have that strength? Because somebody didn't have their athletic greens today. Oh, what a transition! <laughs> did not have two. his greens. I know what he was thinking when that ball was being snatched from him. He was thinking I should have had those 75 high-quality vitamins, <laughs> minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and oh, my God, sweet Adapt- Georgia Brown. The adaptogens. Adaptogens. Yes. Help you start your day correctly. That is Athletic Greens, y'all. Special blend of ingredients that support your gut health, nervous system, immune system, your energy recovery, your focus, and your aging, all those things that your body needs taken care of. And costs you less than $3 a day. It's cheaper than that cold brew habit that you got. It's cheaper than getting all those different supplements yourself. You are investing in that all-in-one nutritional insurance, y'all. Vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, no artificial anything. Anything? All Does all this while still tasting good. Don't take my word for it, though. Don't even take the word of this wonderful Burks-having, hat-wearing gentleman over here who grows a beard in three days. Don't take his word. Why do you think he grows a beard in three days? <laughs> it's the greens. It is the greens and the meat and the greens. But this man over here, the perfectly quaffed, wonderfully talented, the goat lead. Sir, are you enjoying your athletic greens? I'm enjoying my greens. I think my my <laughs> biggest greens accomplishment is mm-hmm. that Matthew Peck also started taking greens. Mm. You're a trendsetter, Will. <laughs> That's the, what goats do. Maker. I had them today. That's what goats do, man. That's really helped my hangover. <laughs> <laughs> what they do they said trends man by the way dope shoes by the way will and to make it easy for you guys athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of that immune supporting vitamin d and five of those free travel packs with your first purchase all you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash c-h-g-o bulls that's athleticgreens.com c-h-g-o bulls to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance because it's athletic greens you scoop it you dump it, you shake it, you drink it, goat. You feel it. Mm. Mm. Oh, Alex liked that one. <laughs> yeah. uh, He's like, that's so it, I'm here, we're before good. Before we move on to this whole um, Javante, DJJ, Pat, Carousel, before we move on from Zach, I see one more person in the comments here, Reggie. Hey, Reggie. Levine is washed. Oh, okay. Right really? On. That's what you're going to bring to the table? My man, Reggie. That's what you're going to bring to the table. Dang. Levine is washed. Care to washed. expand upon that? No. In any way? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Garbage. 
Think, t- rethink your life choices before you contribute to the conversation again. Mm-hmm. Levine is washed. Thanks for t- tuning in. <laughs> Appreciate <laughs> you tuning in. Hit that thumbs Appreciate up button. Here. Your comment is junk. Um, all <laughs> yeah, right, guys. I feel you, Rich. <laughs> I, feel you. I feel you, bro. <laughs> um, so AK is asking in the comments, is Javante going to start over P-Will or Derek Jones Jr. when the regular season starts? Um, and you know, before I, I toss this to you, Will, Billy did have a little bit of context as far as the reason for the change tonight, saying, well, I know what Javante is going to give me every night. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see Javante in the starting lineup again in preseason because saw it, know it, love it, great. Want to take another look at something different, and that's why they threw Derek Jones Jr. in the starting lineup tonight. I mean, do you think Billy is close to coming to a final decision on who's going to be out there game one for reals against Miami on the 19th? Can you repeat the first sentence you said of that quote? No. Okay. Well, I can tell you what it was. I know what I'm going to get from Javante. There you go. He knows what he's going to get, and it's the best option. I mean, that's just what it is. Uh, I like that he tried Derek Jones. Obviously, I want to see more of him. Um, I think that the way that the Bulls are trying to uh, I'm still laughing at the fact that you said no. I mean, no. <laughs> what do you think this is? The, the way that the Bulls are trying to like balance the floor right now with Vooch in the corner, uh-huh. I think opens up Derek Jones to a lot of driving cutting lanes up yeah. the middle. And he's a very good passer in short roll situations. So That's true. I think it actually does cater. Obviously, he can like go up and get you a lob. I think he could be really good in that situation. Mm-hmm. I don't think he played super well in the first half, but... Um, as you always say, Billy is not beholden to any lineup. So he's going to try stuff, and and I love that. Yeah, and seeing Derrick Jones Jr. out there with starting lineup just further uh, bolstered my point that I've been thinking that that's kind of what that four position has to be for that team in the starting lineup. The guy that's the slasher, the cutter, uh, the passer, and somebody not worried about scoring. Like, that's just what it feels like, you know what I mean, when you watch it. Because he fits kind of seamlessly when he was in there with, at the four. And then I thought of Javante immediately mm-hmm. and how he fits in there seamlessly with his slashing and cutting and dunking from the three-point line and stuff like that. But, yeah, man, like, I <laughs> I like the fact that Derrick Jones Jr. Um, is on the team. He, he always just makes me feel better because I'm like, man, this is a good safety valve to have. You know, whether I need somebody at the three or the four or the five, I can plug him right there, and I'll be okay. You know, I'm not saying I'm getting 13, 14 points from him, but I can definitely steal some minutes. I'm gonna, and I might get a block or two. He's, he's an underrated shot blocker, in my opinion. He blocks a lot of shots for me. Um, but I like, I like him, and I, like, I want him also to get his three-point shooting together as well because I remember how lethal the Bulls was again in that first half when he was shooting his 40% from that baseline, that baseline. And then in that second half, then he could not hit anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully he stays healthy because that's another thing that was holding him back uh, last season. It was his health. So, yeah, man, it a was healthy his health, And it was also – and this is a thing we touched on after last game. It was his health and it was his shooting. Sure. His, the fact that he was hitting everything from – the corners was like really lifting his confidence. Mm-hmm. It makes all these cutting lanes even more dangerous because now yeah. players are, you know, attacking closeouts a little Correct. bit harder. Mm-hmm. And when he, when he's shooting like that, it's like just everything's clicking because you have the best of all the options, right? You have the slashing and lob catching ability that Derek Jones has. Mm-hmm. You have the shooting at the four that in theory Patrick gives you, although it's on low volume, you have the passing ability that you get through s- some combination of, Booch, or I'm sorry, of uh, Derek Jones and Pat. So mm-hmm. he gives you a little bit of everything. And when that shooting is working, it's it's clear that he's the best option. Yeah. He, he's really popping right now. And as the season went on and he was playing, you know, 25, 28 minutes a game instead of 18, 20, which is probably the range where he works best, it started to fade. And so I think they need to be judicious with how they use him Ooh. and make sure that he's not just out there for 36 minutes a night. Mm. But he's, I mean, he's clearly the best option right now. Okay, Will is my favorite. <laughs> Drop your dishes did, on you, baby. Did, did, did you have that reaction to him just using the word judicious? I did, man. You know how I'm like, man, you know me. I'm a wordsmith, man. Mm-hmm. So I, yes, when people drop that mm-hmm. stuff like that, yes. Um, another way to simplify <laughs> this whole conversation about Javante maybe getting this starting job over Pat mm-hmm. uh, is Laura Lou in the comments who just said Javante Green is the damn truth. That is uh, facts. And then f- follow that up with maximum contract for Javante. I'm sure you're joking. Um, but for real, after that dunk, he can have all of my money. It's not a lot, Take but he can have money. all of it. Um, 
Goodness gracious. Uh, so th- there were also some fun Billy small ball lineups again tonight, Will, uh, which is, I know, <laughs> something that you are a proponent of as well. We this is true. Um, I, and I think somebody in the comments was mentioning one of them in particular. Ah, uh, yeah, here, Connor, who said, I really like that small ball lineup with Javante, Kobe, and Terry. Mm. Now, let's use that as a jumping off point. Big Dave, you mm. have been our Kobe rah-rah person so far in preseason. Rah-rah. He had another really solid game, I thought, tonight. I'm joining you on Kobe rah-rah. Will is on it's board, nice too. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. there. It's and nice I've also seen a lot of people in the comments tonight saying, hey, Dale and Terry, mm. play him. And after one of his impressive games, plays uh, towards the back end of tonight's action. I jumped up out of my seat and said the same damn thing. He did. And well, let me let me start with Kobe. Start with Kobe. So what I talked about like when we were breaking down Kobe White and showing the things he does well and you know things that he needs to work on is I talked about how he was growing as a, someone who's a facilitator, basically saying if his shot isn't working, then that doesn't mean he's just useless on the floor. Uh, he's working on other things to be on the floor and be better at. Tonight was definitely one of those nights that you saw that. Because he, he had, what, seven points and three six. of ten shooting, one of five from the three-point line. But he had six assists, six assists. and four rebounds, all right? He also have four turnovers. Of course. Again. He's going to have those turnovers. We. That's that's him. I I accept that as a part of who Kobe. And actually, I think at least one of those turnovers was not his fault. Yeah, the other person he was running that play with. Sure, but Kobe's gonna get. He's gonna get four turnovers. Like I, I just accept that. I really do. I just accept that. But it's the fact that him doing those things keeps him on the floor. Those passes he was making were awesome. Yeah, right. Those were some really great passes, man. Great vision that he had. And you know, again, Matt, I pointed out he loves being at the top of the key. Because he can survey everything. And then when he gets that pick and he's gone, it's, if you roll with him, boom, that little bounce pad, a little pocket pass will hit you with all day long, man. I love the way he was doing that. And then sometimes we'll pull up for the little mid-range shot. He would take that as well. Um, but the shots he, were ta- he was taking, I didn't hate. That's the other thing. I thought they were all good shots. And he, they just weren't falling for him. But he forgot about them immediately. Now, I'd seen him in the past. You see it just wear on him, and he's like going one on five, <laughs> you know what I mean, charging everybody, turn it over, and now everyone hates me. Now he does it and completely forgets about it and goes right to the next play, or he goes right to uh, playing defense, or, you know, he just goes right to doing something on the floor to continue to help this team win, and that's growth from my man Kobe White, man, and I appreciate seeing that. I really like that you brought up that you liked the shots that he's getting because – I think that is such a big difference in the way that the offense is running this year compared to the way it was run last year, mm. where they're moving. And that, as we've talked about before, he was known to be like a speedster transition, just like turn on the burners and get to the rim and transition guy in college. Mm. And he wasn't able to play that way. Yeah. And so now they're, they're getting him coming off of screens. They're getting him out in transition. He's shooting. He's like playing aggressively. He's attacking the paint. And that's when the passing can start to come into play. I think right. he's reading the game a little bit better, which is a huge sign of growth for me. The shot making wasn't there, but as you said, like he was still having an impact, a positive impact on the game. Whereas last year or previous seasons, he would not have done that. So yeah. I really liked what I've seen from him so far. The defense is still what it is. Um, the turnovers are still what it is, but I really think that he's starting to understand how to get offense mm-hmm. today in like this ecosystem and I think that's I mean that's a big step for him it is do we think that Dalen Terry is going to squeeze his way into Billy's rotation <laughs> yep <laughs> based on what we've seen in these preseason games once again tonight you 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 watch him check into a game and he immediately puts his print on that game with a play on the defensive end or a play in transition I mean nothing that jumps out at you on his stat line tonight. He had five points mm-hmm. on two of three. Did knock down one of his three point attempts, which was awesome to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, three assists, two boards. Also committed four fouls in fourteen minutes. <laughs> I love it. A, a, you know, a uh, attending the school of Chris Dunn hard knocks. Chris Dunn. <laughs> four fouls in fourteen minutes. But look, he's he's bringing some serious energy and allowing. As a member of some of those units we saw towards the back end of tonight's game, the Bulls to get out in transition and run and run and run mm-hmm. instead of getting bogged down in their half-court sets. I still don't know, and based on what we've seen as far as when Billy has brought him in, because he didn't get in until garbage time 
uh, on Friday. Mm-hmm. Tonight, he sub- subbed in with about three minutes left in the third quarter, right. so a little bit earlier mm-hmm. in preseason game three than game two. I'm, I'm not sure if Billy sees him actually being a part of this rotation. What about you guys? I kind of think he does, but I'm only basing that off of what I saw last year with Io. Like, if Billy sees that you're doing the things the right way and how he wants it, and, you know, you're playing with that intensity and your IQ is on point. Like, I think that's really key when Billy puts you in the game. Yo, as, a, as a rookie, like, your IQ has to be on point. I think if you have those things, he'll put you in the game. And, again, he's not beholden to any lineup. He will have no problem putting him out there in any situation and just seeing if he can thrive. He'll, he'll throw him to the fire. And it seems like Daylon Terry is ready to be thrown into the fire, man. He, he wants to be out there. The ball has energy, all right? That, people say it all the time. The ball has energy. Daylon Terry doesn't seek it. It just kind of finds him. You know what I mean? Like, he's just out there running, and he's like, oh, here's a basketball. There goes a pass right there. Oh, it goes a basketball. There goes a three right there. Oh, you've got the basketball? Here goes a foul. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I love watching him play, man. I know Bulls Nation does too, man. But he he's everything I continue to say he was, but he's doing it earlier than I thought he would. I love what I've seen from Dalen. I'm very I feel very vindicated because he was one of my guys in the he draft. Was. He was. I think Number he's three still on the list. he's still like a ways away from like I love what I saw from him in this lineup with Io and Javante and Derek Jones sure. and these guys that are just flying up and down mm-hmm. and like making plays and stuff like that. I don't really see it as much in a lineup with Vooch and Damar. Like I, I see him of more as that spark plug off the bench who's not necessarily like giving you buckets, but he's giving you offense. He's mm-hmm. like juicing your offense. He's giving mm-hmm. energy to your offense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he'll get there, but he needs time. He doesn't read the game quite as well as he needs right. to yet. So I think he'll be Agreed. on the outer fringes of the rotation for a while, but I could definitely see him moving up the ranks because he's, I mean, he's a player. Yeah, and basically he he doesn't have that half-court game yet. Right, exactly. Okay. Got you, got you. Uh, Dre5DS, whatever happened to Marco? Is he just a bench warmer? Is he getting better? He was an AK pick. Um, What do you mean, what happened to him? He's sitting there. Sitting yes, right there. he's a bench Chilling. warmer. Will he play? Yeah. No. <laughs> Windy City Bulls. <laughs> And yes, he was. Go be an all-star. Yes, he was. Get you another 20 and 10 out there in the Windy City. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of your comparison to what we're seeing from Dalen Terry and what we saw, you know, the the impressions Io made his rookie year, let's touch on Io as well before we get out of here tonight because I've seen some people talking about Io's game in the comments. We will Mm -hmm. get to you coming up next. But first, Big Dave, Mm -hmm. thoughts from game time? Hoot. <laughs> 180. Yes. <laughs> the normal game time. That is the hottest new ticketing site. That makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows, Ooh. even wrestling events. You know what, my man, Matt, you, you don't know this wrestler, but you look like Drew McIntyre. Uh, Joey, find me a picture Should of Drew McIntyre. Should I take McIntyre. offense to that or? Yeah, find me a picture of Drew McIntyre. Show show it to Matt Peck. His beard reminds me of Drew McIntyre. I don't like that uh, one bit. Ever dreamed of sitting in a seat that you thought you never could? 50-yard line, courtside, behind on plate, floor seats to a concert, sitting next to the GOAT. Can you do those things? <laughs> but it's all possible with the game time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy. You won't find better deal on Bulls tickets this season. Zen. Oh, how dare you. You ain't going to find it. All right. It is created by the fans, and it is for the fans, and it guarantees the lowest prices. So if you love what we do here at CHGO, then you will love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in that description. Make sure you hit that like first, and then click that link through the description, y'all. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the game time app and score the best deals and the best seats to all your favorite events because Matthew what time is it game time who I did that for you yes in spite of the fact that I just saw uh, Joey's Google search image results just now Uh of this Drew McIntyre fellow you don't think so and I am offended you're offended did you see it Will no I did not show show Will uh, Drew McIntyre greasy haired trash bag take a look at Drew look I'm just talking about the beard Hey man, if you continue to have your athletic greens, just like Drew McIntyre. He is super popular, man. Drew McIntyre is a very popular wrestler, former champion and all that. Straight from uh where is he from? Scotland, I believe. That's where he's at. Ireland, one of those places. But yeah. That's 
That's got to be Royds. Don't trust that guy. <laughs> Don't trust Matt, him. This guy's whole deal is that he only eats like raw meat. He doesn't put, he refuses to eat vegetables. Mm-hmm. He also refuses to eat cooked meat. Okay. He's referred to as the liver king. I've compared you to him before. Ah, okay. This He's a he's a confirmed lunatic, but <laughs> <laughs> can we can we oh, confirm that? Like, can we confirm that? Confirmed by some sort of MD professional. Yes, he's confirmed it himself. He's not, confirmed not he's actually, lunatic. but yeah. Well, obviously, he, well, but he works out. Obviously, it's clear like whatever he's doing right? is working for him. He has like was he the ordained officiant in his <laughs> own uh, ceremony, confirming himself as such? As a lunatic? I would think so, maybe. Would you hang out with him, Matt? No. <laughs> Matt, he eats raw meat all the time, yeah. and he hates vegetables. Hates okay, it. some of that is great and normal, and some of it is not, and that dude scares <laughs> the bejesus out of me. If you're, you're that kidding? extreme about anything, it's just bad news. Mm. Yeah. Mm. He's got a point. That's, mm. that's a point. Uh, okay, but so. eat your liver, so m- he doesn't care. Moving on. right out of Scary McIntyre, man. J-Lo in the comments said, any thoughts on Io's performance tonight? I'm sure we have plenty. Um, uh, somebody sure was talking about paying um, paying Javante Green in the comments, and shout out to my guy G-Wit who said, you're going to have to pay Io first. We were talking about paying Io while we were watching this game tonight, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, give Io his check. Uh, 14 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. Uh, that's honestly the stat line I want him to have, you know, as the point guard, starting point guard of the team, if he's the starting point guard of the team. That's kind of what I would like him to have. The points, maybe, but the, the rebounds and assists, that's kind of where exactly where I want him. What I like so much about him is you can see he's worked on his shot, and you just see it confidently now when he shoots that three, and it's been water all mm-hmm. preseason for him, man. Two of four downtown tonight. Awesome, man. Like, he has really been on point uh, with that, and I like the fact that, he realizes he has the ball. You know, like, he's like, oh, no, if I'm the point guard, I got the ball, I'm going to do what I want. Okay, so at a certain point in time, you'll see DeMar get three straight possessions. Uh, whether he passes out of them or not, he'll get those possessions. But then you'll just see I'll get the ball, like, no, this is mine. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to go do what I need to do. I'm going to the bucket. Or I'm going to start this pick and roll, and then we're going to run the pick and pop, or we're going to run the pick and fade, whatever. It's my decision, and I like the decisiveness uh, of Ayo when it comes to that. Yeah, Billy has mentioned a couple of times of wanting him to feel empowered to just, like, get downhill. Yeah. Like, right now, he's, like, bringing it up, and then he gives it to DeMar to set up the offense. Yeah. And I think you're totally right when you say, like, he needs to put his head down and get to the basket and, like, create a little bit more for himself. I was surprised to see that only, I think, two of his assists came in the second half. So, he was, I mean, he was doing it with the starters. Right. And... It's still, I'm not like super confident in his jumper or anything like that. He's he's low volume the way Pat is. Yeah. But I really, I th- I thought there was improvement there. And he is clearly building confidence that way. And I think that's going to that's gonna take him really far. Because he's one of those guys, unlike maybe a Kobe or Dalen or Patrick, who came into the league already getting it, mm. right? Like the IQ, that, and again, I don't want to say IQ like those guys are dumb, but like, it's just built in understanding of how the NBA game works at the NBA level. Mm-hmm. And that's, there's a learning curve there. And for some guys it takes longer. I think IO just got it coming in yeah. and you can start to see how that's really snowballing into him becoming like a really good player. It's true. Very true. Uh, erase the hate in the comments said IO is the best all around point guard on the team, not named Lonzo defense, attacking the rim shooting. He is the opening day starter Mm. and I mean I think if anything you can take from Billy's starting lineups in these preseason games is that he has been yes switching things around at that four spot Mm -hmm. Io has started every single one of these preseason games I do not see that changing I really and I don't think it should change no I was kind of leaning towards Caruso uh when we were getting closer to this season as far as the options that we had on hand primarily for the defense and the leadership uh, that you know you get from him. But honestly, everything that I've seen about Io in these preseason games reminds me that, yes, he's still a young player with some molding to do. Um, You know, not raw, but just still needs his, you know, his craft to get a little bit more refined in certain areas of his game. But is most often poised and then something good. But it's always poised and then this poised and his shots gotten better smoother quicker poised and he's making plays in the half court poised 
and he's active on defense. Yeah. But it always starts with poised. That's a great point. That's a really great point. And, and that's mental. You know what I mean? That's that, that we talked about uh, from him since he got here, just his IQ and his mental ability. He had that from game one, all right? He was ready to go. It was just all physical for him after that. So, yeah, man, I – and this is the other reason why I said I didn't want Caruso starting. Just watching Caruso tonight dive on the floor, you know, in the preseason game. He's an animal. Go get the ball. I'm like, you, we can't start Chill, him, dude. man. He can't start him. <laughs> Chill, He's going to do that as soon as the ball tips off. He's going to be doing that stuff, man. I need him. I really, really need him. So, yeah, man. You also need him out there doing that. Yeah, I need exactly. Yeah. And I need him out there doing that, but that's why I can't have him starting because he will do that from the beginning. You know what I'm saying? And I need it later on also. So just give him his rest, man. Give him his time to get it together. But I, I really am enjoying, though, what I'm watching Ayo's doing. Yeah, and I think even just comparing it to Patrick for a second, like I think it's really interesting to look at it from the perspective of how they're developing. And I think what, what I've seen so far is that Ayo is able to develop playing alongside Damar and Zach mm. because of the way that he plays. He's more comfortable shooting it. He has the ability to, like, get downhill when he wants. He's not, I don't want to say, like, unafraid, but he's, like, willing to be aggressive with the ball, whether it's starting the offense, organizing things, and he's still learning how to do that, but he's he's more comfortable doing that than Patrick is, mm -hmm. whereas Patrick, I think, has a better chance to develop playing alongside a more experienced point guard like Dragic, who can put him in his spots, teach him where to be. Correct. Um, I think that's, like, a pretty unique distinction and I think it's an important thing for Billy to learn right now because you still are trying to maximize both of these guys' growth. Mm -hmm. You don't you don't want to just say, sorry, Patrick, like you're, we're better with Javante in the starting lineup. You're on the fringes now. Mm -hmm. They still need him to improve. And I think understanding the best way for him to progress and like putting him in the situation that's best, you know, con most conducive for him to grow, mm -hmm. I think being able to find that is going to be a really important thing. Very true. I agree. Uh, somebody said, is, uh, is Pat will our sixth man in the comments? And then <laughs> they were answered with Pat's our 10th man. Um, but that's what I'm saying. Like he, he's not going to be the 10th man. They just need to figure out the best place to put him. Yeah. And so far it's been, they need him starting so that he can guard Giannis and Kawhi. Yeah. And right. Like, I don't think that he's there yet. I don't either. Um, but I think you raised a great point when you said he's better with a uh, point guard. Cause like I say, a million times point guards remove thinking. And one of the things we talk about is Patrick's, you can tell he's overthinking things yeah. when he's out there. So a great point guard like Dragic, uh, putting, like you said, putting you in his in the right spot where you need to be, where you don't have to think about it, and he just delivers it to you, so you just react as soon as you get it. That's perfect for a guy like Patrick Williams. And Io doesn't need that. His mental is already super-duper strong. Well, he is created. that point guard. And point I think, point. like, this is yeah. not a profound statement, but, like, point guards are super important. There's a reason yes. There's a reason why, like, Wendell Carter and Lowry Markkinen and, like, Zach Levine even to a certain extent when, when he was playing before DeMar got there, and certainly Kobe, like, they're not developing the way that they should because there's nobody that's teaching them where to be no, and how Dunn? to get there. Sorry, Chris Dunn. <laughs> Chris Dunn erasure in this podcast. But, I mean, it's, it's really true, and I think uh, the more... I'm around them, and the more that they talk about playing with Goran Dragic, the more I really feel like he's going to help them. Mm, mm, I like and that it. was a flex. That is a flex. <laughs> That's definitely a flex. <laughs> uh, Dre5DS in the comments said, will you all give out free bull swag this year like you did on Outsiders? I still have my Levine Cuisine shirt. Ooh, shout, shout out to out. you. Shout out. Those shirts are dope. Yeah. Um, limited edition. You should probably just keep your eye on the merch section of our allchjo.com website because we are working on a couple new Bulls-related T-shirt designs on for this upcoming season. And they're good. And they're The important thing. I think they're going to be dope. The so important thing. keep they're your good. eye out for those. Yes. What, what am I, an ATM of free shirts? Maybe <laughs> Go maybe to the I'll, website. Maybe I'll do a giveaway. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Tune in. We'll see. Tune in to find out. That's all you got to do. Tune in. Tune right on in to find out. Keep hitting those likes. Getting them up. Um, we had another commenter earlier saying that uh, they are refusing to delete their episodes of Bulls Outsiders from their downloaded podcast. <laughs> I, I saw that. I think that was my guy, G. Witt. My, the the friend that the I made it at uh, RibFest earlier this summer. What up, G. Witt? Bonded over Appreciate smoked you. meats. Yeah. And, awesome. the, and the Bulls, oh, most course, importantly. Yeah, yeah, but Bulls, smoked meats. Bulls, smoked meats. Priority 1A, uh -huh. priority 1AA. <laughs> which is <laughs> which? Might even be. Which is which now? <laughs> right, right. I, oh, now I'm confused. 
He oh loves my them both. Goodness. He's got to have them, man. He's got to have them. Got to have them. We're going to watch some Drew McIntyre, man. Um, <laughs> I, I think there are some people in the comments here who are seriously talking about Javante winning most improved player. Do you guys think that that is like anything? In the NBA? Yes. Anything remotely no, close to reality is that happening? If he takes this starting job and puts a stranglehold on it, and he's giving you nights like tonight where it's like 17 points and if he, ridiculous if he highlight scores, reel dunks and five Javante's defense. If he scores 17 points a game on seven of eight shooting every single night this year, he will not just be MIP. He'll be like <laughs> an first team all <laughs> NBA. That would be like outrageous. Um, he's basically playing the same role that he did last year. And I think we forget because of how bad everybody looked at the end of last season. This is not all that different than how good he was to, the, to start last year. I mean, yeah. same kind of thing happened. Billy put him in the starting lineup in preseason, mm-hmm. and then Patrick moved back into it. But Javante took that and ran with it. Mm. I think for MIP specifically, I mean, they give that to John Morant last year. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the conversation about that award has totally changed, and it's right. now going to guys who are stars that turn into super-duper yeah. stars. Yeah, right. the whole convo, yep. Oh, 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 thank you, Mark K. I was just afraid that we weren't going to get, you know, one more snarky comment from you tonight. Um, glad Pat was untouchable in all those trades. He's going to be super valuable as a backup power forward. You can always rely on Mark K. He's being awesome. just a snarky snark snarkerson. He's going to be who he is, man. I love it. And that's what you got to do in this world. Okay. Oh, hi, Mark. Uh, oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. Would you, would you care to expand <laughs> on, on these trades, Mark, that you speak of? Are you talking about like the Jeremy Grant stuff that was getting thrown around a while ago? Because poo, no thank you. Are you talking about like, well, he was deemed untouchable and that's why we don't have Rudy Gobert or Kevin Durant right now because you know as much as I know, Mark, that that's nonsense. Pat was not the rate-limiting factor in getting those players in those trades because the Bulls weren't going to give them eight draft picks along with Pat Williams. I would seriously, I, I, I'm returning your snark with snark, but I would seriously like to know which trade or trades you thought the Bulls should have made that involved giving up Patrick Williams. Don't worry, I'll wait. I just don't think that they were there. These magical trades, these cure-all trades that Bulls fans love to talk about that exist only in the ether. <laughs> Look at Marquet. He takes the bait every time. Yes. Yes, Mark K. It's not taking the bait. It's telling you that your snark was based on nothing but a mountain of hypotheticals and and misguided assumptions. And also erase the hate. How are you insulted by looking like Drew McIntyre? Looks like he spent his whole lifetime in a gym. Because Matt's all wrestler. That's why. Yeah. Also, (laughs) not everyone thinks that that look is a great look. Ryan in the comments says uh, a shirt that we should make is athletic green. With Javante Green Duncan. I like that. Adaptogens. I do like that. Actually, I like that a lot. What about, what, what about just a shirt that says Javante drinks adaptogens? <laughs> oh, snap. I like both of those. Yes, I like those. No, for real. We should run Athletic with that. Green. I like both of those. Athletic Green and Javante drinks adaptogens. Yo, just blew our mind, right? Yeah, for real, dog. No, for real. I'm, I'm dead serious. That's really awesome. Well, that's a lot of people watching it. Uh, Barton chiming in with, he's only 21, Mark. It's true. <laughs> a fresh 21. Oh, hi, Mark. You like that? <laughs> Do you like that, Mark? A fresh 21. Oh, watch The Room. It's a great movie. Um, No, but I seriously, I mean, I, I don't even know if the Bulls have ever once in the past or today still do consider Pat untouchable. Mm. I don't think that they've ever said that. I just knew they weren't going to trade him because he was they still wanted to know who he was. And I'm like in the, in his second year, they had no idea who he was yet. And they're still were trying to figure it out. Hell, they're still trying to figure it out who he is. So, they didn't want to give him up that early and and just give him away for something. I'm sure if if it was Kevin Durant or something, they're like, "Okay, we'll give you Kevin Durant if you give us Patrick Williams." Listen, I was like, put that man on anything smoking. <laughs> Get him out of there to, to over there to Brooklyn, all right? Even Take a van if that's all we have. You know what I'm saying? Take it. Like, get in there if ride. It's going to be full of gas. I promise you, man. I got your gas covered. But, yeah, like, if it comes down to that, yeah, he would have been out of here. But, yeah, Jeremy Grant and stuff like that, like, I, I wouldn't have done that either, honestly. I mean, the only thing we know right now for sure is that they haven't traded Pat. And that could be because we there wasn't any – like return that they yeah. thought was good enough, or it could be because they deem him un- untouchable. Mm-hmm. But he's untouchable until they move him. 
And Untouchable that's, Chili that's what yeah. that, That's where I was with like the whole um, off-season plan with Arturis at the exit interviews. And after the draft, he kept on saying like continuity, continuity, continuity. continuity. And there's continuity until you make a deal, until you make a trade. <laughs> so who knows what's going to happen, but... Patrick's on the team until he's not. Yeah. And this Same has with been Luke Warm, Luke Warm Takes. Luke Warm Takes. With, with your host, Will Gottlieb. <laughs> uh, there's so, some optimism here from Jacob in the comments who what said, uh, P. Will. Is that, what is what that? Pushing a like. He's pushing is the like Is that pushing button. a like button? Yes. Hit the yes. like button, guys. That's our wonderful producer and our friend Joey telling you all to hit the like button. We've got yeah. 230, 235 people watching and only 62 likes. So let's get those yeah, likes up before we get up. out of here. On, we can do better than that. Uh, Jacob better saying, than. P. Will will hit his stride. I truly believe he's just being hesitant, being afraid of getting hurt again. He'll gain his confidence soon enough, I'm sure. I don't know I don't if it's know him if playing in fear of injury. Yeah. I don't think it's that. I don't either. Because we've, saw, we've seen hesitant Pat. Before injuries, you know, happened to him last year. Yeah, honestly, and and I think back to that Minnesota game a lot because I said it then. He is a guy who feels it seems like he needs permission to to be great. And yeah. in that Minnesota game, he knew it was nobody else out there. It was just him, and it was Io, and he knew he wasn't coming out the game. All right, so oh well, bet well I'm free. You know what I mean? It's nothing else out here. I can do it. And now when he gets on the team with, you know, talented guys like DeMar and Zach, he's thinking, oh, man, well, they got to get theirs. You know, they're the stars. Where do I fit in on this? No, 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 no. That is not how it goes, bro. Like, you just say, yo, I'm Patrick Williams, and you go do what you do. You know, you don't decide where everybody else fits in. That's what the coaching is for. They're going to decide where those guys fit in. And, yeah, you just have to go be yourself out there. But it just feels like that, man, that he needs that permission. And that's why I liked him with the second unit in that last game how it looked because without, you know, guys like Zach and DeMar and those guys who he has to kind of, or in his mind, he feels he's got to uh, cater to, he didn't feel like that in that second unit. And immediately when he came in the game, shots were going up, you know, he's blocking shots, he's moving, he's doing those kind of things. So, yeah, man, let's see it. Let's let's see what he looks like. And but here's the thing to for find me, his is like he, he actually does know how he can be effective playing alongside those guys. It's difficult to do, but like, you see, like I said, you see Javante do it for 20 minutes right, tonight. Right. You cut, you defend, right. you cut hard, you shoot and make your threes. Like, they're not asking him to do all that much. Now, if they wanted a spot-up three-point shooter, they could have drafted, like, Trey Murphy or something. Trey that would have been fine. Murphy. He yes. had, like, seven threes tonight. He's going yes. to be great. Uh-huh. But, like, I don't think they drafted him to be a spot-up shooter. They drafted no. him to be more than that. I think that's the part that he's struggling with is just, like, what that next thing is but what's disappointing and frustrating at times is that he's there is a part of it that he could do now that he knows what it needs to be and that part he's not doing the addition of like becoming you know somebody that can create with the ball in his hands that's down the road but like today he needs to be a star role player and the the disappointing thing for me is that that's not what's happening and and also i'm I want to know what happened to his cutting and slashing on the baseline because he did that a lot. He does it every once season. in a while, but it's just but his rookie season. I, I I remember standing out clearly, like him being on that baseline like all the time, and for some reason it kind of disappeared. You know what I'm saying? In the to the second season and into the third one, like he just didn't do it as much, and I don't know why. You know what I mean? Was I he, feel like the last time I saw it was when he cut baseline and tried to dunk on Mitchell Robinson and broke oh. his wrist. That's the reason maybe why. Maybe it is the injury. <laughs> yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it does all circle back to the, That's a reason the injury why. phobia. That's called a full circle. Hey, um, I like the this goat. from Flipside, and then we'll wrap up and get out of here. Pat needs to suck it up, Buttercup. <laughs> Prove you deserve to start and earn that spot mm-hmm. back. Use this as motivation. And we talked um, when, during pregame, uh, we learned the news. If this was a motivating tactic mm-hmm. at some in some capacity by Billy Donovan, and it might be. Um, and it might also mean that, you know, Pat is best served for himself and best serves the team right now coming off the bench. <laughs> Joey, Thank Joey, you, Joey. Joey, I got a question for you. Do you know who that was smashing that like button? No. Okay. I was just asking. If he who knew. is it? Show, show it up again. I want Matt to see it because I know Matt I only caught a quick glimpse. I thought it was the owl from those old Tootsie Pop commercials. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, it wasn't. that. It wasn't an owl. He can't see. You got to put it in the circle, Joey. There it is. What, what is this? Take a look at that. You oh, it's that, Gallagher smashing a watermelon. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who Gallagher is, Joey? He does not. Oh, Gallagher man. was a comedian. That, that's what he did. He, he smashed fruit at shows. Goodness gracious. I don't know Gallagher. Not trying to besmirch his name, but I don't know him. <laughs> don't worry. He, He's don't a win. Worry. He's a winner. Sure. Uh, all right, guys. Preseason finale on Tuesday against the Bucks. The Bucks. Then uh, what? Then what? 
Uh, and then we've got uh, a week off, some time off. Time off. Not we, the Bulls, right, have some right. time off. Right. And then we got a regular season opener against Miami on the nineteenth. Yes, yes. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed this. Speaking of the Bucks, but uh, the NBA's official at NBA Twitter account yesterday wished a happy twenty seventh birthday to a certain person. Uh, I, I saw it, and I couldn't wait to see your response. My response was to quote tweet it and say, "Go fuck yourself." Yeah, that's, that's about exactly right. what I did. Yeah, yeah. Bucks. On Tuesday, we will be here pregame at 6.30, tip-off at 7. Will, it is a home game, so you will be reporting from the UC. Make sure you're following Will on Twitter at Will underscore Gottlieb. Still mad about it. (laughs) Bow, B-A-W-L Sports is where you can find Big Dave. I am Bulls underscore Peck. We are CHGO underscore Bulls. Oh, sorry. Just recorded a new podcast, new ball on Bulls. With my uh, co-founder of the Bigs, Terrence. Tomlin, it was awesome. It was great. Oh It'll be up either tonight or tomorrow morning. But hells, yeah, yeah. Also, check your CHGO Bulls podcast feeds for a fresh Bulls HQ Ooh. with this guy Will and our, our pal Mark K, <laughs> who's I'm sure just going to be Mm-mm, doing just for stamp of the night, just though. just doing all kinds of cartwheels of happiness, stamp. talking about how Pat Williams sucks and he's right and everyone else was wrong to believe in him. <laughs> looking forward to listening to that, Mark. Really looking forward to it. We will be back here, like Every as I time. like I said, for pregame <laughs> on Tuesday. At Hit the like button. Hit it. Hit that like button. Hit it. Do for it. Joey, for Will, for Just Big Dave, I'm Peck. Appreciate you. Love you, Bulls Nation. Until next time. See you. Be good.